once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat with the best trick I'm Scott, and this is the Wisdom in All Things podcast, the audio version of what I post at wisdominallthings.com, so you can go over there and get all kinds of things. Check out other episodes, get the free download of Five Steps Towards Wisdom in All Things. It was the top five articles readers found to be most interesting. You can get that and more at wisdominallthings.com. On today's episode, Spiritual Gifts, Unleashing the Power Within. D.A. Carson, he's the former professor of New Testament at Trinity, as well as the president and co-founder of the Gospel Coalition, says this, When we use our spiritual gifts, we are joining in God's mission to reconcile the world to himself. It is an act of obedience and surrender, allowing God to work through us to bring about his purposes and transformation in the lives of others. It's essentially using his gifts for his glory on this journey of purposeful service. I grew up in the era of uh, Wayne Gretzky as he started his magical reign in the NHL with the Edmonton Oilers. He was a, a scoring machine, which in part earned him the nickname, The Great One. His vision and skill on the ice became legendary. Most will argue that he was the greatest to ever play the game of hockey. This is from his biography. Following his retirement, it says, in 1999, Gretzky became the ninth and final player to be immediately ushered into the Hall of Fame and the first in history to have his jersey number retired league-wide. The Great One had the gift, and he unleashed it. As you would imagine, the gift carried with it a significant burden of responsibility, not to mention expectation. It was Uncle Ben's words of wisdom to Peter Parker in Spider-Man that captured this really well. With great power comes great responsibility. You've heard it before. Understandably, we expect of those to whom much has been given that much will be required. This idea finds its basis in a statement from Jesus in Luke 12, 48, where he says, everyone to whom much was given of him, much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. While addressing the crowds, Jesus was telling the part of a parable where the wicked servant was not only surprised by the return of his master, but was found using and abusing what the master had entrusted to him. Jesus' response to this wicked servant, Luke twelve forty six, The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, at an hour he does not know, and will cut him into pieces and put him with the unfaithful. One important point we can take from what Jesus is saying is that we should be wary of being the unfaithful servant surprised by his master's return. By contrast, we want to be the faithful and wise manager who is ready for his master's return and who handles the responsibility of his master's household wisely. When the master returns and finds the faithful servant managing his resources well, he will set him over all his possessions, says in Luke 12, 42 through 44. This idea of to whom much is given, much will be required, is that we should and will be held responsible for what we have been given. It is reasonable to expect that we glorify God and benefit others having been blessed with our time, talent, and treasures. Each of us has been entrusted with certain gifts, that is, spiritual gifts, as a follower of Christ, and faithfulness requires that we manage those gifts wisely and honorably. In one sense, we're no different than Gretzky. We are to appropriate, nurture, and wield with faithfulness the gifts, spiritual gifts, given to us by God. 
When we speak of spiritual gifts, those unique abilities bestowed upon believers by the Holy Spirit, we are talking about the crucial role our giftedness plays in building up the church and advancing God's kingdom. For this reason, we must explore and understand the significance of spiritual gifts and their proper use, keeping in mind that these are spiritual gifts, not talents, not skills, as John Piper describes them there, diverse supernatural manifestations of God's grace and encompass a wide range of abilities, including teaching, evangelism, prophecy, mercy, administration, and many more, he says. So how do we unleash this power from within given to us by God? One of Gretzky's often repeated quotes is, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. It would be a big miss on our part if we don't take our shot at not just being a wise manager, but fully realizing our purpose and the impact that we're to have on other people's lives. The Holy Spirit is the giver of spiritual gifts, and when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within us, and the gifts are imparted. It is through the work of the Holy Spirit that we are equipped to serve God effectively. This is what it means to truly unleash the power within Discovering or even rediscovering our spiritual gifts is an exciting and transformative journey that requires self-reflection, prayer, and seeking guidance from mature believers. The process involves a sincere examination of our passions and interests and areas where we have experienced God's blessing and confirmation. There are a number of good articles, studies, and resources. I link to those in this article at wisdominallthings.com that can help you work through each gift and how God bestows them upon us. But before we begin to identify how God has gifted you, keep these things in mind as you seek to understand and then apply your spiritual gifts. First, seek God's guidance. There is some truth to the saying that no one else is supposed to understand God's call in your life because it wasn't a conference call. (laughs) To discover and understand our spiritual gifts, we must first seek God's wisdom and guidance through prayer and diligent study of his word. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal your unique gifts and how they can be used to serve God and others effectively. Knowing which spiritual gifts we possess requires both biblical introspection and external affirmation. The guidance of qualified leaders and mentors can play a role in helping us discern and understand this, confirm our gifts, but it is the Holy Spirit that plays the primary role in revealing them to us. Secondly, it's about God's glory. Most importantly, this purpose of spiritual gifts is to bring glory to God. Use your gifts with humility, pointing others to Him and magnifying His name in all that you do. These are tools to serve and build up the body of Christ, demonstrating God's love, extending his grace, and advancing his kingdom. So first, seek God's guidance. Remember, it's all about God's glory. And third, uh, be humble. Recognize that spiritual gifts are not earned, but graciously given by God. We don't get to pick them. We don't submit a request. Because they are God-given, all gifts are valuable and essential for the church's flourishing as God sees fit. This means we're not justified in comparing or devaluing the gifts of others. Instead, our focus should be on using our gifts as God leads us. Fourth, invest in growth and equipping. Ligonier Ministries emphasizes that while spiritual gifts are given by God, they can be developed and refined through practice, study, and mentorship. Invest time in honing those skills, acquiring knowledge, seeking mentorship, and and training opportunities, actually. This dedication allows you to to use your gifts more effectively and with greater impact. And then lastly, engage in community. Spiritual gifts are not meant to be used in isolation, but find their fullest expression within the context of the church community. 
Our gifts are meant to bring about positive transformation, foster unity, and meet the needs of those around us. So as you seek to appropriate your spiritual gifts, remember, seek God's guidance. It's about God's glory. Be humble, invest in growth and equipping, and engage in community. Spiritual gifts are are a precious and powerful manifestation of God's grace in the lives of believers. And understanding and utilizing these gifts with humility empower us to serve God, edify the church, and impact the world around us in very unique and specific ways, in the way that God has intended. Exercising our gifts in collaboration with the body of Christ allows us to experience true fulfillment and contribute to the advancement of God's kingdom when we unleash the power from within. Could I ask that you spread the wisdom around? Be sure to tell a friend about the podcast, send them over to wisdomandallthings.com, and thanks for listening.